0: Hey there, I'm your host Norm, and this is the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast. And this episode is a top five episode, and it's my turn to select the topic. And I went along with the groove that was going on about the dominant IP stuff. So I went top five horror psychological games that aren't Cthulhu. Let's get scary. <laughs> Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They're the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada. And they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories' amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles, can be found in their store or on their new online website. And welcome back. This is Cardboard Conjecture, and uh, it's a top five episode, as was mentioned. And it was my turn, and I kind of, uh, you know what, I'm going straight into this like it's just natural and it's just so familiar. It's familiar to <laughs> us, but maybe if you jump in on this episode, uh, it might not be familiar to you because we have the the Council of Cardboard, uh, Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming, and Robin Anemery from the Meeple Dungeon. Welcome once again. Thank you, thank you, thank thank you, you Norm.
1: Norm. That was
0: that. Was, my mistake was just going straight into it like it was just like a family <laughs> sitting at a kitchen table having a talk, right? Right. <laughs> of, uh, but uh, yeah, back to the top five. Uh, I think Rob started it off with uh, top five games, uh, fantasy games that aren't Lord of the Rings. And then Mm -hmm. Ryan, you did the next one. Uh, The episode's going to drop pretty soon here. Uh, Or sorry, had been dropped. (laughs) But uh, yours was, you went uh, top five games that uh, fantasy, no, uh, sci-fi games that weren't Star Wars, Star Trek. Mm
2: -hmm. And then I thought,
0: That is such a cool, because right away in my head, I'm like, well, what you guys are doing is you're saying, is there one specific IP that dominates a genre? So mm-hmm. I started thinking, well, okay, let's see if that exists. And right away, it was the Cthulhu thing. And I thought, okay, let's reverse engineer this. Top five uh, psychological or horror games that aren't Cthulhu. And uh, we before we started the, the episode, this we were text- terrible. This was technically back and forth. Yeah. Well, Ryan, you said you had so much. Well, see, your your comment was interesting because you said, I love Arkham Horror, and so why go anywhere else for that meal, right? Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's literally a thing because I, I, I sent out the message. I was like, wow, this is a really hard list to put together because I said, I think I own five other games that are not Arkham Horror like <laughs> themed. Uh, and to think, and I, said, I said, and I don't think I would actually play any of these above Arkham Horror board game or the card game, actually. So this will be a very interesting list on my end.
0: Well, hopefully <laughs> it's a list where you have a shopping cart open on the side going, oh, geez, no yeah, doubt. that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, and Rob, you were like the total opposite end of the spectrum.
3: Yep. I found to have, I think I had like 15 or 16 on my list, and none of them to do with Arkham anything.
0: And for um, those who don't know, when you say on your list, it means in your collection.
3: Yeah, basically, yeah, you know. yes. <laughs> uh, and I was, it was hard for me to put together the five, honestly.
0: So, to, to, to thin it down to five, wow.
3: Yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> Anna-Marie, did you have any difficulties?
4: Um, I... No, I had to ask uh, Robbie like seven times what the theme was again just to make sure that I was doing it right cuz I like did a pass through everything and then I was like, okay, did I pick the right kinds of games? So okay, what was it again?
3: So I had to uh-huh. read it and then, like quote And then I'm like my so last more. time I'm
4: like, oh, maybe I should just write this down myself so I can stop <laughs> asking him and refer to my own list. <laughs> hey,
0: if your kids can do it to you, yeah. Right? Um but I, you know what? I know what you're talking about because Uh, And I wrote down this note um, is I tried to stay away from the sci-fi stuff because there are sci-fi things that that are, you know, monstrous types. But that, Mm -hmm. you know, to me and I'm like, well, maybe I use that for the sci-fi one that Ryan had. So I kind of tried to dance on that line is is it this or is it kind of this? And uh, there's there's one game on here where it's like, no, this is a horror game set in space right and uh, yeah. so it's sort of like it, it's not dependent on on where it is it's dependent on does this game cause me anxiety while i'm playing it
4: absolutely <laughs> i did right? that too
0: okay so yeah that's where i was going was was yeah was that idea and if it's like a horror genre like you know, like, like your typical monsters, right? Uh, if there was a Loch Ness game that I played, I guarantee it would be on this list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but yeah, you, Brian, you you had difficulties. You guys, uh, um, Rob and Anna Marie, you guys found it very easy. I mm-hmm. was stuck in the middle of it because it wasn't necessarily uh, having a thin choice and having a lot of choice. It was more so when I was going through the list going, oh, geez, I want to get that game. Oh, I want to get that game too. Oh, and I started making a shopping list of, okay, if, if I had these games, they would probably fight to be on this list. And I'm <laughs> going to spit them out right now. We don't, I, we, I don't want to talk about it because they might be on your list and I don't want to wreck anything. But I just want to point out that if I had Hellboy, the board game, unmatched Cobble and Fog, The thing, uh, Infection at Outpost 31, uh, Nictophobia, and Last Friday, they would probably be duking it out to be on my list, because as I'm going through them, I'm like, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. why haven't I played this? Or why isn't it in my collection? So I've um, only
1: heard of like a couple of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, 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 I've I've totally I think just this was a good exercise in reminding me. I don't think this is a theme that really I'm drawn to. Um, that a resonates lot. for you, yeah. That like like other than my Arkham stuff, yeah, it's just something I just don't really heavily pay attention to. And actually, I have a game on my list here that I actually didn't even realize that it would classify as a horror game. <laughs> 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 the, um, the one on my list that I know
0: that you guys don't have and probably haven't heard of is Nyctophobia. And the only reason I know about that one is because me being a, a psychology teacher, the game is you're blindfolded. And it's all about touching the board and trying to (laughs) trying to you're like you're you're in a forest trying to get out of the forest as the monster's chasing you and uh the designer the designer built it for (laughs) i think of her father who was blind and just the thought of that scares the crap out of me
1: yeah 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 my anxiety is through the roof right now please stop talking about it see uh,
0: right away i'm like oh that does not sound like a game for me (laughs) 100 yeah that would turn you into a chain smoker immediately
4: (laughs) ryan is not going to the to the computer saying oh where can i get this game where can i get
1: nick defo block block this word the name the name of the game is causing me like i'm gonna have a nightmare (laughs) night terrors again oh my god It's a game uh, Norm won't stop talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start sending you
0: links. Be like, huh? Um, uh, Well, speaking of that jump scare, uh, you know what? Um, uh, Ryan, start us off.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, my first game on my list here is actually a game that I said that I have and that I didn't actually really realize until I started actually playing it and learning it that has actually got a horror haunted theme associated with it and this is brand brand new to me so this is how well my list is 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 (laughs) screwed together my number five game is actually vagrant song it's this it's this new cooperative uh game where you are these vagrants on a haunted train I didn't actually know that that was the theme. I just heard about some (laughs) awesome gameplay that it had. But yeah, you are going through this haunted train and you are having to defeat it's a boss battler at its heart. Mm -hmm. um, All these different haunts uh, that are inhabiting this train and you have to try to convert them back into being um, I I think it's like you have to give them humanity. And so, so therefore they no longer are haunts anymore. Now they are they're complete yeah yeah so awesome it's actually a really really neat game these acrylic standy pieces that come with the game really like really bring out that oh my gosh it's i don't know what the style normal probably be able to tell me the art style here it's it's kind of like that old cartoony like that 1930s it looks like the The frosty
0: the snowman kind of animation style the yeah. Cuphead I, and cup head yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff like
1: that. I've really, really always liked that style of art. And some of the haunts that they um have created with these are absolutely terrifying and grotesque. Like, <laughs> don't play this, don't play this with little kids. They're gonna analyze it and be like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh gosh, that's a limb. That's sticking <laughs> <out of> the- <laughs> so So That's just the uh, story of this game. It's just the weird (laughs) story of this game is really, really quite um, interesting. And I could actually see this as being like a haunted style movie that you're kind of just playing playing your way through. So uh, Vagrant Song, that's kicking it off. And I only just got this not too long ago. And I only just played it for the first time this past weekend.
0: I I want that game so bad. I just, just heard about it, I think, yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. that's, how fr-
1: that's how fresh this thing's out of the oven, right on. Yeah, and then they have another one, or, or sorry, not by the same designers or team or anything like that, but there's another one in the same vein called, I think it's called Towns mm-hmm. yeah, like Tussle. Yeah, I've heard that, that too. Yep. yep. And again, it's like a boss battler. It's got the same animation uh, art style, and it's like a bo- bass, boss, that Ba- base battle or boom,
3: boom boom boom. It's boom, a bass
1: battle. That we're gonna go yeah. fishing, <laughs> Fresh on yes. a largemouth.
0: Um, so. uh, cool. Uh, you know, Rob, I think you're up.
3: Sounds good to me. So this list was so easy for you. It was, and <laughs> you named a game in your collection or that you would have on your my, list. My want to, play, your want to play. Want to own? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes,
3: and one of those is gonna kick off my top five, and that game is. The Thing, infection oh. at Outpost Thirty One. Yay! This game is Talk so much fun. It's it's you're playing out the film. Uh, so anyone that's seen Carpenter's The Thing knows what we're talking oh, about I got here. Shivers where, now.
0: <laughs> oh now! It's so good.
3: <laughs> where you're you're stuck at this little frozen outpost, and an alien thing has <laughs> has uh, infected your group. And you don't know who's a human, who's not. You're trying to struggle to survive making your way through the game. And as you go through the game, people may be changing. They may be human to begin with, but then they may change and become infected as well. And you can all win. You can all die. Some of you can win. Like, it's just like a, a total crazy thing where it's just like, <laughs> you you never know who to really trust. And and when you're playing as someone that isn't infected, it's just so scary. Cause you're just like, if you know, you're human, you're just like, Oh my goodness. You just want to get through this game and survive and hopefully kill off the right people. But then when you're the thing, you're just trying to, terrorize people and you're trying to lie to everybody and you're you know you're trying to convince everyone that you're human and then backstab them and it's fantastic
0: Is <laughs> it's really it like good. a helicopter at the end of it or something like that
3: <laughs> yeah i think you're, you're yeah you're trying to get to the escape uh, yeah, that's, yeah i think it's a helicopter or whatever yeah it's just that's what the movie had i guess right? yeah so oh. um yeah and it's so so good you if you think you'd like it you will like it for sure
0: it's Brian. <laughs> pocket I, I i see you
1: kind of wanting to no i was like i think i, I, I had no. i had heard no. i had heard of this game but i'm not like a big like the thing like fanatic <sighs> or fan yeah. or With something the ip like that. yeah no. yeah so it really didn't draw to me i knew it had like that hidden trader. had like a hidden trader esque yep. style of gameplay to it i i i'd heard lots of people talk about it. like i remember where like when like blue peg pink peg and the secret cabal were f- first playing and they were all raving about it. And I was like, that didn't sound like a game for me, but <laughs> Hey, uh, it's fantastic. I, I, it, it sounds like it really captures the essence of, it does of, of, of
0: the stress. Thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: See, and
0: for me, I, that's a group play thing. That's not a solo play thing. So, that's oh, kind yes. of one of the reasons why it's not sitting in my shelf over there. So, yeah, I
3: think it plays to five or yeah. six, maybe. And yeah. it's, oh, yeah, the more the merrier for that. But, for sure.
0: like, I like is on my list because it's like, oh, I want to play this. Right. So, right on. Anna Marie, what are you going to follow that anxiety with?
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, my anxiety follower is going to be um, Alien Fate of the Nostromo. Mm, so for me, again, Norm, you had kind of said too, like, it's a, it's a, not like so much sci-fi because it is in space and yes, but this game, I went to this one more for the psych yeah. aspect of it. It's like, it's, it's stressful. You have to quietly move through the halls of the Nostromo. You got to grab, gather scraps. You have to craft items. You have to, um, you have special abilities and like, you have because everybody has a little asymmetrical player board, so you have different things. And so, we usually play together. Like, we've mm-hmm. played this game
3: like 15 times with the lost. same
4: two characters <laughs> because we're determined <laughs> oh, to win with the same two characters. And yeah. we have not done it yet. Nope. So, there's obviously partnership. Like, if we had a third player or if we used a different character, different we characters. could probably do it. But well,
3: we were dead set on, but using we're like, we have got the, to do this. Certain two characters and, and oh, my goodness, yeah.
4: yeah. It's just it's super hard. It's stressful. The aliens coming at you, and if you lose morale, you're like slowly sink, sinking into madness. Like yeah. you're slowly going crazy. <laughs> you so if you lose morale, crazy. You
0: And that's like, when you cue the Bill Paxton quote: "There's the room, yeah. man. Yeah, game <laughs> over, man. Game yeah. over,
3: man. <laughs> that's crazy. It it like she's saying like I would." I figured this game might be on your list, so I didn't mention it. But it's it would be super high on my list as well. It it plays out the original Alien movie really, um, mm. and yeah, the Alien pops out of vents and shows up right when you don't want him to. Oh, it's just nuts! <laughs> it's a good game, and yeah, it's it's massacred us. It's a oh. it's a Every tough time. game. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, that's
3: and the the one thing I think
0: it was uh, David from All Games New and Old had a tweet about uh, when you play a solo game. What's your what kind of or cooperative? What kind of when percentage do you like? And I saw people saying 50% and I'm like, I like 15 to 20, right? It's like, it (laughs) it better beat the snot out of me because that's going to compel me to come back at it and go, "Mm -mm, not this time. Okay. Maybe this time. All right. Maybe next time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I remember when we did our review of that game we were just playing and playing like well we got to play it and we got to at least win we gotta play until we at least win and there's like literally like 10 or 12 games like okay never mind let's just do the recording we're not gonna win this (laughs) game so we've got enough
0: content let's go
3: yeah i love it Uh, oh that's awesome uh
0: so my number five ryan you're gonna love it um because it's the uh it's the classic monster it's the monster of monsters it's, it's Vlad the Impaler uh, oh. monster. It's Fury of Dracula. Nice. Oh and um, that one, I don't own it. Uh, this but surprises
1: I've, me. Yeah,
0: no, but I, but see,
1: <laughs> if I own it. This surprises it, but, me just based on our experience. Well, see, or your this, experience. this with- is
0: where I'm going to explain <laughs> it. And then you'll go, oh, that makes complete sense. If I owned it, I would have to have the rule book in my head. But if Ryan owns it and Ryan's an awesome teacher, then all I have to do is sit at the table and play it because he will <laughs> brush me up. He will cue me. He'll go, Oh, Hey, do you remember this? Oh yeah. Right. I don't, but the, the I think we had talked about it in a couple episodes Our uh, our experience uh, at one in the morning <laughs> of trying to play this game, <laughs> but it is, it is, it is hidden movement, uh, chase, um, a fight uh, a sabotage it has all those anxious uh, moments uh, for, for both sides too right i mean um for the for the uh, hunters and I, I mean you brian you could probably know the names off by heart but there's a there's a, f- a series of hunters that are chasing um dracula and uh it's it's anxious for them as they can feel mm-hmm. that net tightening down and vice versa uh, as I, I mean, my only experience is playing Mind Management and uh, Letters from Whitechapel of that whole feeling them coming tight in. It's like, don't poker face, don't let them see a sweat at the table, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my number five is uh, is that game. And I know Ryan's going to like okay, there's
1: no way. <laughs>
4: I want to play this game know, so know. badly.
1: Yeah, you so need badly. a you need a good i need dracula a ryan you need, you need a good dracula player <laughs> yeah yeah
3: that sounds good
0: because that's that's the only way that's the only way that game works because if you have yeah. to stop and go hey what happens if this and you're like oh i know exactly where you are <laughs> yeah. yeah right oh, that um, and that's exactly it right yeah. that whole that whole magic circle just fades it's gone Yeah.
1: Yeah. Luckily they cleaned it up with the third slash fourth editions. They only call it a fourth edition because it got bought out by I believe WizKids instead Mm -hmm. of Fantasy Flight Games anymore. So uh, third, fourth editions are exactly the same and they cleaned up the rule set quite a bit.
0: Cool. Well, hey, Ryan, it's uh, it's your uh, number four.
1: Cool. How about let's go old school for this one as like 2004 old school i didn't even know i had these types of games in my collection (laughs) go by all the way back to 2004 but i'm talking about one of the very first games that i had ever played and that is betrayal at house on the hill you can't talk the horror theme game without having to mention this absolute classic is it the perfect game no it's not the perfect game but man can you create some really cool haunted stories as you're this cooperative group of people trying to work your way against this haunted house that's really trying to like just beat you down (laughs) and then at some point in time the game snaps its fingers and all of a sudden, one of you is against the whole rest of the party and oh my gosh, now you're like a crazy cat lady throwing cats at people or something <laughs> like that. Or you're like this cannibal trying to eat all eat all the other people at the table or something like that. Man, there are so many different really cool, it's really quite <laughs> endless the way that this game can actually possibly play out with its variety. Um,
4: yeah, I it wonder-
3: oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't played that one. Yeah, I haven't played it no,
4: no I've seen it, it I've heard it I yeah like I said right right
1: like if I were to play this today it's probably showing its age but <laughs> man this game has gotten so many people into this this gaming hobby way back well like I said 2004 is when it first came out that's where the the gaming boom was starting to happen stuff like that and yep yeah it's it's really showing its age. I heard that there is a legacy version of this game oh, out neat. there called Betrayal right. Legacy. And from what I have gathered we in my readings, oh, and from what it. I've gathered in my <laughs> readings, it's the best version of Betrayal. I like
3: whispering too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's good to hear because I yeah. just got that like three, four days ago. That's why I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, so, and all I can think about is Elf because I just watched yeah. it over the weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sweet, so oh. a trail at House on the Hill, uh, the- way back in the day, I believe it was Avalon Hill. Yeah, came out with that. Came mm-hmm. out with this version. That's the version I have, <laughs> at least. Nice.
0: This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area Dragon's Den Games Louis the 8th Mall on 8th Street in Saskatoon. Yeah, Rob, follow that one up with your yeah. number 4.
3: Okay, so this next one <laughs> is is probably the least scary or, you know, of my four games, but it's such a really good game I had to include it in the list just because of the theme. And it's a horror game by the name of Horrified. <laughs> <laughs> so Horrified is, yeah, It's you're playing against uh, all the classic uh, universal, universal monsters, right? Dracula, Frankenstein, Frankenstein's Bride, the mummy, the creature from the Black Lagoon. And I'm sure there's a couple more. And you, it's basically Pandemic. Style game, um, not that it's like extremely similar, but it, it has that kind of <coughs> feel to it. So it's a co-op where you're trying to uh, deal with these monsters, and you, depending on what game you want to do, you can add in two or three monsters or switch mm-hmm. them out for different monsters, and they all have different um, win conditions to how to beat them or how they're going to beat you. And it's just it's kind of a damage control game uh, taking place in a town where these monsters are running amok doing their things, and you're just trying to yeah, beat them doing all these weird, like, kind of like mini games that you have to do to try to take down certain monsters and certain criteria you have to beat. And it's really, really, really good. And it actually, for me, I think it replaces Pandemic for me as far as, like, a co-op, um, entry-level kind yeah. of family-style game sort of thing. Um yeah, I really really enjoyed it. The, the I mean, it's yeah, it's not scary, let's be honest. But like it's it a, has it, the monsters, right? Yeah, it and has that, the monsters. Classic. I started
0: off with yeah. with Dracula and I believe Dracula totally. is a character in it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, when you're, you're in, in Dracula, for instance, you're trying to destroy his coffins and things, right? And, like, it's just kind of silly fun, but it's a great, great theme, and the game is really good, and it's it's fun to play. I just, I do like it, and, yeah, it's a horror game, I guess. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yes. <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Anna Marie. All
4: right. So my number four, um, this one, again, I would say was more to, like, the psychological, but I th- I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I think I'm like using psychological and stressful simultaneously, like in the same (laughs) hand in hand.
1: (laughs) If that's horrific um, for you, then there you go. It's weird, weird, (laughs) but I'll allow it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And this one is um, the Batman Who Laughs Rising. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this one is from the op uh, 2020. And it's just, so it's the evil hybrid of Batman and Joker. And basically a passage from the dark multiverse has allowed the most dangerous evildoers to infiltrate Gotham. And so they are
3: monsters. They're monsters.
4: Like, and those guys are crazy and you're just trying to, you know, build up your allies, get some heroes going. You're trying to fight off those guys uh, in order to then defeat the Batman who laughs, who is just like a maniacal, crazy yeah yeah villain. horrible like
3: person that's killing yeah everybody.
4: He's, <laughs> he's he's like a monster he's crazy and so and this game is hard too it's another yeah. cooperative game that is tough like it, it you don't win every game no. and it's stressful and it's usually down like oh my gosh we lost a lot before mm-hmm. we won a game of this um <laughs> but it's tough but it's, it's super good. fun it like gets it's just the theme of it is fantastic
0: Is that the, uh, that rising engine, like Thanos rising? Yeah. yeah, Cool. It's fantastic.
3: Those rising games are great. Well, I mean, uh, if, if they're, if they're
0: reusing that architecture, that game design, um, it, it has, it has legs in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. It does.
4: It definitely does. I'd have
0: to try that one out. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, my number four, uh, My number four is Obscure, I'm sure uh, that you guys... (laughs) Well, it depends. If if you have been a longtime viewer of Shut Up and Sit Down, uh, you might have heard this. And uh, this one is uh, 2010, Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space.
3: I have that game right beside me on the table here. (laughs) I bought it at Shucks because I was like, I hadn't seen it in so long. They had it available there and we, we haven't played it.
0: It is, uh, uh, like, it's hidden movement, it's a grid system, you have your own board, there's a a system of cards where you either bluff where you're going, and uh, there are certain, basically everybody's on a space station trying to get to escape pods, but then there are some that are infected and they're aliens and they're, if they can find you, kind of like that hidden movement style of like, okay, you're not here, you're not here, uh, like cryptid, right? That kind of yeah. deduction, um, then uh, they can basically get you and and you know infect you, and now you are on the chase of the humans. And if someone gets, they're like, okay, I got made it to an escape pod, and they say EP whatever number <laughs> is off the thing, and all of a sudden you're looking at your chart and you have to make an X on it, and you're looking at yourself going, I'm right beside the door. You oh. suck. Right? And 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 you're stressed out because all of a sudden someone goes, okay, I'm uh, moving here. Is there any humans that are at this one? And you're like, oh my god, you're in Like you're in your head. You're just screaming as you're just calmly trying to stare at the person. Going, oh, well, that's interesting. And you have <laughs> anxious panic going on in your throughout your body. Oh
3: man, this game um, sounds exactly like something I want to play. Which oh. is why
4: you got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but was it's like, like
3: I've been dying to play it since we, yeah. we bought it. And it
4: just and the only because it
3: plays to eight or something, right?
0: Yeah. And the the only yeah. reason I haven't played it in so long is that exact fact that yeah. it takes a big group of people. And the rule set isn't complicated. Um, it's just that whole. Man, it's just that whole anxious, when you even when you take your card going, oh, if I'm stuck in a corner, I can't, it's that whole don't let them see you sweat thing again, right? <laughs> absolutely, because you're, you're looking around the table going, I, I've never played werewolf, but I'm <laughs> sure that when you're playing, you're looking at people in the eyes and going, yeah, you're full of it, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely full of it. You smile at me all you want. I know yeah. you're infected. Um, so yeah that's escape from the aliens in outer space and uh it's such anxiety
1: uh ryan number three okay so my game my third game here has the opportunities to create those very stressful intense moments in the backdrop of a really really cool horrific scene that is London of 1888 and that is in the very much the Victorian time of Jack the Ripper and so mm-hmm. we're talking letters from Whitechapel has nice. this awesome time it, what what a theme for a hidden movement deduction style game of one player playing Mr Ripper himself <laughs> I don't know what his actual name is but we'll just call we him Ripper <laughs> and yeah so you are the other players are playing the police officers the investigators trying to hone in where is jack's hideout where is this guy we're assuming it's a guy we're assuming this person and that that's killing all of these like these women of the night all over the place and okay they're trying to position the the women across the board here like oh let's get them to safety and all of a sudden at one particular time now ripper strikes and then it's a foot race like okay okay. there there's he was there go (laughs) go find him now go find him and get it try to find the try to find the footprints try to find the clues where was he and then all of a sudden oh he disappears okay we'll get him we'll we'll, we'll get him the next night we'll get him the next night. we kind of of know the area where he likes to kind of hang out and stuff like that we'll get him next time that's so awesome and yeah so you play through the few rounds um, if you have a really good Jack the Ripper in this game it creates some really really tense moments if you got some node, some cool strategies it's very heavily based on the old game Scotland Yard mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is all the um uh, the, the numbered circles across the bay but Jack the Ripper doesn't move from circle to circle he moves no no sorry he moves from circle to circle <laughs> police officers they're, they're moving yeah. they're moving from node to node and so they're trying to knock right. them off and He's got hidden tricks up his sleeves. Like he's got, (laughs) he can go through the alleyways to jump across blocks and he can hop aboard a carriage and go right past the police officers (laughs) and stuff like that. And but those tools, those tools, he can't use them too often or else the police officers are gonna catch wind. And this game really, really comes alive if he can find the expansion, which is, I believe Mm -hmm. it's called Dear Boss, Mm -hmm. which gives Jack the Ripper these notes and they're actually like copies of these handwritten notes that he sent to these investigators in London at the time. Wow. And they give them, they yeah. give them like a little bit of a, kind of give them a little bit of a boost. Like, or, oh, or he can try to like take the, the police officers off of his trail, this type thing. Send them on red herrings or something like that. And ah, oh, fantastic game. <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite hidden movement games of all time. And what cool. a theme what a theme yeah, to put it's on a it
0: cool theme. Yeah. so great it's just funny how it was part of my description with fury of dracula and that whole idea of ratcheting down that net and the anxiety building up and just trying to squeak your way through a side alley or use one of those
1: tokens to, oh yeah yeah I one of my with... favorite gaming moments ever was playing this at one of our games club afternoons and we had a student pull off one of the greatest Jack the Ripper moves of all time <laughs> where we had absolutely no clue. And that's because he did this kind of double move where we're, we're exploring the map. We're like, where is he? But he was right behind us the entire time. Like he Man. followed us behind <laughs> us the entire time. like He somehow double moved, got around us. And just followed us. We're like, well, he wasn't back there. He's obviously somewhere, <laughs> oh, man, and he just awesome. followed us the entire way until he's like, "Okay, I'm in my hideout now." We're like, "What?" He, he, <laughs> he, he, he,
0: he, I never saw this, but you told me about this, and in my head, I thought, "Well, he turned it from Jack the Ripper to Peter Sellers' Pink Panther." <laughs>
3: <laughs> totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, so, uh, letters from Whitechapel. Yeah.
0: Oh, can I completely add agree that, with that to my basket? On <laughs> Well, Rob.
3: All right. Beer. So number this two. is uh, number three. Okay. So we're going to go uh, fairly old school with this one as well. So this is basically, well, not, at, not that old, but um, <clears throat> this one is one of the first horror games I ever played. And it's from 2012. And this one is called the City of Horror. Have you played this one?
1: No. Mm, nope. Never even heard of this one. Okay. So City of
3: Horror is a zombie game. And this is a zombie game in which you are, uh, you're a character of some sorts. So you're just like a you know a kid with a skateboard or something like that, and you're you're on this uh, city city block. It's about I think it's like three by three blocks that are laid out, and there's various buildings <sighs> around. And you're, the whole point of the game is to survive enough rounds that the helicopter comes to save you, but. Uh, depending on how many players are playing, I think it plays to six or seven. Um, you kind of have to work together, but you, you also don't have to. So, like, what you happens also want is to push people out of the room, yes, so you save
4: yourself, yes. So, you'll like,
3: <laughs> here, come kind of, let, let me you. help you, yeah, exactly that. You'll go into a say, into the uh, pub and barricade the doors, but there's only like say three places for people to hide in the pub and you have to vote whoever's in that room to push somebody out <laughs> and you have to, and then you can barter with each other. Like, well, I have an extra antidote. I'll give it to you. If you, you know, if you vote with me vote with me against him yeah. and or vice versa and all these different things. And you're throwing each other out to the wolves, to the zombies to, to die. And it's just the most fantastic game. Um, I first saw it over in Finland and we bought it while we were over there and brought it back with us. And it's it's just the most fantastic zombie, silly, but s- still very serious game. And uh, yeah, I love it. I really love it. I haven't played it in a while, but it's like, it's an excellent, excellent game. That this sounds like so much says,
1: fun. I, so when you mentioned them, I'm like,
3: <clears throat> why did that
1: sound so familiar? And that's because this game came on my radar, and it's because that City of Horror is being re-implemented this oh. year.
3: Oh, cool. and oh really?
1: The, and the game is called Lockdown.
3: Okay, well, there you
1: and go. And it's, it looks like the exact same thing that you just finished <laughs> describing, but with yep. like a brand new theme coming out from Gur Games.
3: Okay, nice. cool. Because the yeah. City of Horror was from Repos. Repos, yes. Yeah. And, oh, it was so, so much fun. And the whole thing is, though, you can't get on the helicopter at the end of the game if you don't have an antidote vial. Mm. So, like, you've got to go around, like, evading zombies and evading each other. Interesting. And getting the getting your hands on an antidote vial <laughs> just so you can get access to the helicopter at the end of the game if you survive that long. As, and uh, it's cool. It's so good.
0: I'm just looking at the shots of the lockdown versus uh, the, the one that you had. Rob, you got a board which has the map. This yep. one has discs where there looks like there's slots of occupation kind of thing. And the discs are different rooms and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is, I think, nine tiles or four tiles that go together. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, I think okay, four, yeah. I think, it
0: looked like a grid of uh, three by three kind of thing.
3: I think this one is a square. And I think you can orient it in various yeah. different ways and put it together. And Cool. It like, it's, it's so good. That's
1: I like really good. the way City of Horror looks better than Lockdown. I'm,
3: yeah, okay. I'm just kind of right flip-flopping
1: on. here. Yeah, that's I agree. Cool. I
0: totally agree, Ryan. Yeah.
3: It's so much fun. It's so much fun. If you have, you know, four, five, six people, and you throw this game on, you put on the Walking Dead soundtrack oh, and in the It's got back the standees and yeah. everything. That's yeah. all standees, and the, the zombies just start moving in waves coming down uh, the street. That's yeah, uh, so good. It's great. It's yeah.
1: great. Nice. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's cool, lockdown. Awesome. And Lockdown is, well, it's the exact same designer.
3: Well, there you go. So, so
1: this must be just a reskinning, right? It looks like it almost just from what he, from what I've heard of this game and what Rob described, sounds like the, almost the, ex, almost the exact same game.
4: Cool.
0: Yeah. It's funny.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: Uh, Anna Marie, you get to follow that one up.
4: Okay. So this is going in, in a quite a bit of a different direction. <laughs> so <laughs> this one is, um, this is more on the, uh, it's like a nightmare. So, but it's mm, not, yeah. um, it's a card game, I'll go with that. So it's not like this, the kind of games we've been talking about. Yeah. Uh, this game is from 2010, it's uh, from Z-Man Games and that's Oniram and I've talked about it before, but I this game, yeah. it's a you can play it two player and it, we've got the cards, we've got it sleeved, we, you know, played that way, but I have had more play out of this game on the app they made an app of this game and it is fantastic it does
3: all your shuffling like it shuffles constantly for
4: you and you're you're basically you're in it you're having a nightmare and you're locked you're like stuck in this nightmare world and you have to get you have to unlock eight doors you have to get like two red two blue two green and two brown doors and it's just by how you get your cards in order gives you keys and then you get you get the door um if you get all eight doors then you can leave nightmare land and wake up and be happy um otherwise you're stuck in in the nightmare and it just the
3: you get attacked by those like nightmares black nightmare creatures yeah. and that's yeah, really you get for a second there, i thought
4: i
0: was gonna say sick kids no
4: yeah
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, but yeah it's great like you've got nightmares in your deck and if you get if you pull a nightmare card, you have to either get rid of your whole hand, or get rid of five cards, mm-hmm. or discard a key. Um, you like there's
3: decisions to make. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and then you're you're running out of cards. So like, if you run out of cards before you have your doors, you lose the game. If you yeah, like if you can't flip anymore, if if the nightmares have just kind of overtaken you, it's done. But. um if you and die you, in your in your dream, you die. You, you die, die, right? So, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but this
4: game, um, the app, I love because it's got this just. It's got the soundtrack, this mm-hmm. music, and the song it's that they play. It's just yeah. like a a slow do-do-do-do-do. chimes. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's just yeah. It, Very it much gives, like you're dreaming.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: it has a it, good atmosphere to it's, it, and.
0: I know what you're talking about. It sounds like a demonic baby kind of yeah. like <laughs> mobile that just sits there. Do, yes. Do,
3: de, mm-hmm. do, exactly.
0: Like, oh, yeah. This is Tim Burton, freaky man.
4: Yeah. And it's just, the <laughs> it's dark. Like the the background is black and, and it's just got the different colors. And yeah, it's really good. I love this game. It on doesn't get room. the
3: credit it deserves. It's one of the better card games out there, honestly. Yeah. Like for oh. solo play, it's I, really solo good. Solo
4: or two player or whatever, but. I agree
0: yeah. with everything that you've said, and in with the perspective of playing it on the phone, because that yeah. has eaten so many like, like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's to the point where it was like, okay, I have to take this off my phone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: had to stop playing it too because it was like Tetris when I went to my like when I was a kid and I visited and I had I'd played Tetris for hours in the car on the way to get there, like from BC to Saskatchewan, and then I. The, the first two nights that I was there, I played Tetris in my head for three hours. <laughs> and I was so mad because I was so tired and I just wanted to sleep. So that's the same thing as this, <laughs> where you were just playing, playing, playing. And but, that's
0: why you should buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
4: laughs> but the kids play it too. Like it's nice um, just for a little break. It's like, can I play on IRM? Absolutely. Here <laughs> you go. So it's a yeah, good one.
0: Night terrors count, absolutely. (laughs) Hi. If you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing, please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search cardboard conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, hey. My number 3 is a crossover. Ooh. All right. Oh, the right on. Cross- our first crossover.
1: Get to and, it.
0: And uh, <laughs> it, it is it is there because of that little precursor I said about it, it's, it's set in space, but it's a horror movie and it's, it's (laughs) alien fate of the Nostromo. Absolutely. And uh, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't really comment at all about when you were talking, (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to have something to say about this. Yeah. Um, Everything you guys were talking about is, is absolutely on point. And uh, for me, I just wanted to throw some, uh, you know, um, points in the fact that, when you don't know when this alien's going to pop out or where it's no. going to pop out and it's just, it's just that whole okay i think i think i'm okay i think i'm okay and then Wrong. all of a sudden oh yeah <laughs> then it's like oh, I, oh my i got no way out oh my oh my and you're just trying to like immediately you know nobody's telling you to hurry up but you feel like you're in your chair going ah ah tick 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 the clocks down. <laughs> oh no um and uh at some point it's sort of like Sorry, hmm. bye. And you, you leave the room, right? It's like, yeah, have fun getting eaten, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's it's just one of those. Uh I'm I mean, I've only played it solo, and I can't imagine having more stressful people at the table playing this game because <laughs> it would just ratchet up. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because I know for my own experience with my family, my anxiety doesn't really settle anybody down. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say, eh? No. (laughs) Um, So, uh, and if you like that, uh, the IP, um, then everything is just like, yeah, it it just so dials in. And it's not a complicated game. It's not a sit there and spend a half an hour on the rules game. It's sort of like one, two, three, let's jump in. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, very simple and uh, and it's absolutely affordable from my recollection.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was in that mm. like like
0: under 50 bucks. High, yeah, like, I think it was um, high
3: 30s or something. Yeah, I saying, like, I'd yeah, say mid 30s.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, I didn't want to see below 40. I thought under 50 is a good, you know, yeah.
3: <laughs> it was not expensive. Um,
1: so, yeah, okay. that's that's one of those. Um, is that a Prospero Hall, Ravensburg? Ravensburger. It's Ravensburger. Oh, Ravensburger, and it's
0: Scott Rogers who designed mm. it, and he's—I think his other thing—he did like Aliens and uh, like ray guns, and it's sort of like that uh, '50s uh, mm. Fla- uh, Flash Gordon kind of esque genre. Uh, mm. Is the only other thing I can think, and and uh, yeah, I think he did That's a great brilliant. job interpreting what the movie is yes. from an emotional point of view, right? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So yeah yeah good
4: pick norm good pick (laughs)
0: um uh ryan
1: it's uh it's the second (laughs) second from the top second from the top (laughs) the second from the top pick is a little game it was pretty popular back in the day pretty popular (laughs) But do you know what was also really popular back in the day was zombies were really popular back in the day. You know, Walking Dead <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> so this reflects that game. This was also part of my Rags to Riches selections, and this is the Dead of Winter.
3: Oh, right on! Yes,
1: the Dead of Winter has got flat, a fantastic yeah. theme on top of it. the The zombies are it's. It, I like to think about it like Walking Dead, the board game. The zombies are there, but they're not really the 100% threat at the table. It could be (laughs) one of the other players is a much bigger threat at the table. And this game has got a little bit of everything. There's got the exploration, which is really, really neat, because if you don't have a fuel card, which is, hey, I'm going to gas up the truck and go to the next town, next next stop over. I'm going to brave the elements. You have to roll a die to see what happens to you. And you can get some frostbite, you can get injured, but you could just also just like straight up die (laughs) from that dice roll. And therefore one of the characters is just no longer part of the game. And you kind of just have to just keep going forward. But there's so many opportunities like in those other shows where you can come up with, you can encounter more characters. And they mm. could be diabolical. They could be nice. That's an extra mouth to feed. That adds to the stress because we <laughs> only have so much food in our home base. So are you bringing home another thing? F- you're obviously against us because you're bringing home more people <laughs> type <laughs> thing. Oh, and then you have to contribute to these public goals and all the contributions are very secretive. And then of course in the background, there are zombies attacking you and they are going to, if you're, (laughs) if you're rummaging, they're going to attract noise and therefore more zombies are coming and that just, they can get out of hand really bad. They can get out of hand. (laughs) This game is fantastic. It has that, what they refer to as the crossroads system. So there's another Mm -hmm. player at the table that a card and they're just waiting for you to do something on your turn. If (laughs) if that's something on that card gets triggered on your turn, they'll stop and they'll start reading a passage, a oh, little bit of story element. And cool. if that happens, then all of a sudden you have to make a choice. And this usually is like bad or worse is your <laughs> is, is, is your options. But so sometimes they're pretty good. Sometimes they're just downright means like, hey, we came across, across this guy, uh, bring him back to the colony or do we butcher him for food?
2: Like, <laughs> oh, like, like, like you <laughs> could just
1: literally make up those types of decisions right there like well no one's contributed food this round we could use some food yeah let's bring them back hey come on boy <laughs> let's come over here oh, and we geez. just led you to the slaughter and like, like it's that style of game there's that there's there is that element in there that could happen so it brings <sighs> out the best in all your friends
4: <laughs> yeah. so not quite a, for the kids yet no
3: we just nope. picked that game up
1: it's still got a very mature theme on it um, yeah. If you want to get more into the fantastical, not, not necessarily fantastical, but the more over the top, there is the expansion called The Long Night. Mm-hmm. And it starts adding, there's other locations that have been discovered near your the, the main, lake, and there's like a, a lab where they were there doing experiments on the zombies, and there's mutations of the oh, zombies okay. that are now roaming around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or you can pick up the expansion where you can actually pit two teams of survivors oh. against one another. Allah, the Walking. Allah, yeah. the Walking Dead.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. And so, That's
4: can't awesome. we just all get along?
0: That sounds. And so, good. You, and <laughs> so basically, Rob, did I just understand that you, for most of these games, you've already? Oh, I got this one, or I just picked it up. I got. I just picked <laughs> this one. Up. Yep.
3: I literally <laughs> just picked that up. uh The same time I picked up the Betrayal game. So yeah, at the exact same time. Yeah. So from
1: Aaron, this from one Bird's was designed line. by Plathat Games. It's designed by a designer that Rob and I know very well, Isaac Vega, who yeah. developed the Ashes Reborn yep. system. So he came up with this uh, Crossroads system, him and uh, Jonathan Gilmore, who's done lots of things for Hat Games, lots of those story narrative yep. style games he's done. So. Right on. Rob, it's your
0: second from the top.
3: Second from the top? Okay. This one is... Um probably the most true like horror game I have on my list, like top to bottom through and through. Um, And this one was uh, from last year, 2021. This one's the night cage. Uh, This game is so like the second I saw the cover of this game. It's
4: creepy. I
3: just bought it full stop just off the artwork. I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is going to be, but it's going to be cool. And it did not disappoint where you are uh, a prisoner uh, this disheveled little prisoner that's on his hands and knees in in a tunnel uh, with a candle. And you're hoping to, to get to the exit of this horrible place that you're trapped in. And it's just pure darkness everywhere you look except for where your candle is. And you're trying to find yourself a key and then find a gate to get yourself out using this key. But along the way, you're going to run into horrible, horrible monsters um, <laughs> that are just waiting to kill you and you're also your candle could burn out <laughs> and uh, you can get down to what's called I think the final flickers or something yeah. and you're just in like desperation mode and it's just it's just horrible like it's just awful <laughs> game you just like the whole time like oh my goodness this poor person that I'm 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 being in this game like, you just feel for it the whole time it's just it's ob- It's just absolutely terrible. Everything about it is just. You're <laughs> always in the dark. You're crawling around in the hands and knees. Yeah. He, the, he's all disheveled and cold and and skinny. He hasn't eaten in days. And
4: he's emaciated. Like there's yeah, nothing. And... Up there. The the artwork in this game like is amazing. It's it just is. a blackboard. Like all your tiles are black with little bits of white, like if or gray. Just you know, like specks, like
3: just oh, a little like, bit. Wow. So,
4: You're disoriented. Anytime you move, the piece behind you goes away Mm -hmm. because you're now in the dark, because your candle's going forward. So it's like a totally moving board. And so like and a path that was behind you. Won't be there anymore because it's now off the board. So if you put a tile there, it could be it'll be a completely different path. You
0: turn but around and you could take the wrong direction. And that's not the thing. Your, oh yeah, nice. You yeah.
3: constantly have the feeling that you're lost because even if you turn around, you're not going back the same way you yeah. came from. You're there's clear.
0: no there's no memory. No. Re- oh yeah, no. nice. So you
3: only illuminate the tiles that are directly adjacent to you, and that's yeah. it. And as you move around, that's it. And the tiles disappear and go back. And if you were to go back back way it's a different passage now and it'll lead you somewhere else and right into a monster or you fall into a hole or like it's just like awful yeah. it's awful it's so stressful it's and, the, so and if you're playing multiplayer which i think you have to i can't remember but um you both must get keys and you both must get to the exit Even if harder. you want to win the game oh and it's it's brutal yeah. it's a brutal game it's it's like Oh, it's just awful, but it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so bad, <laughs> it's good. You know, like it's just, it's awful, but it's like pure <laughs> horror. That's what this game is. It's a pure horror. Like, if this was a movie, it would, it'd be hard to watch.
4: <laughs> it, 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 oh, absolutely. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, but yes,
3: you'd be like, oh, I can't even watch. It's a this. cringe, it's a poor person. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, just bloody and and no, no there's light no blood. Just it's just ter- no, but you can imagine there. He's probably run his fingers to the bone, crawling on. Well, that sounds
0: and, like that game's just been sitting in your frontal lobe. For it a has. It's an amazing
3: <laughs> game. It's it's <laughs> a, one of the games uh, I'll say that that I bought using purely artwork, that I was hoping extremely high hopes for, that did not disappoint. Just yeah. purely Ooh. off artwork, and yeah, it's nice. yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. And it's only number two because the number one game on my list has just had so many amazing moments that it's that's impossible to uh, to pass up.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, this one I could probably give a chance because are, are you blindfolded in this game? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well
0: be, you might as well be because it's just Cause a, cause the blindfold yeah. is pure, is pure terror. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, That's uh, Anna Marie, how are you going to follow that one up?
4: With something a little different, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> a little different. So As this
4: usual. this one is not like terror-inducing like the Night Cage, mm-hmm. um, but this one is more on the creepy, uh, psychological kind of era, I guess. Aside, but this is uh, a newer game. It's my father's work. It came out this mm. year, so Ooh. 2022, by from Renegade Game Studios, and um, this game you are you're playing a character and then you're playing like their son or daughter and then their son or daughter so you play over three generations and the first generation here is actually they get um they've moved on moved away from home they get a letter um their father's passed away and they are um they've got inherited some of his stuff so they go to his manor and they find his work and so they have some notes that have been pieced together and they just get compelled to finish his work. And so it takes place, I think, in like the is it early, like early, mid-late eighteen hundreds, yeah. kind of yeah. around there in like um in Hungary. And like so this it's just Frankenstein this. Frankenstein vibe kind it's of very Yeah. So it's like this European little town and it's just um You have to manage. It's kind of funny you say Frankenstein. One of the tokens has Frankenstein's monster's head on it. It's kind of Ah. funny. (laughs) It's called the creepy track. (laughs) um, But yeah, you're you're having to manage what you do because you have to finish the work. But so then you have to do all these experiments. But if you're spending all your time at home, it raises the suspicions of the townsfolk. So then they're going to come with like pitchforks if you don't, ease their suspicion so mm-hmm. you then have to go into town and you have to do these certain like things and
3: make um, appearances and
4: yeah like And then there are, it's,
3: it's very interesting game
4: and there are decisions that all of, you make all
3: bruce wayne yeah. <laughs> yes exactly exactly that
4: yeah and there are decisions that you have to make that will come back later and and not all the decisions you get to make, like, oh, are these good decisions? Are they not good decisions? Like, it's it's very interesting. And it's on that kind of...
3: It's got um, storytelling elements to it, much like Destiny's. Have you guys yeah. played Destinies.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it's got driven similar app-driven storytelling thing going on.
4: Yeah, it's not like... A crazy app driven but every at the end of every round you go to the app and there will be some story or some yeah. letters or like something that's that progresses that part forward mm-hmm. and then it goes back and so yeah I guess it is app it's driven, a worker but.
3: placement um app driven st- narrative game whereas destinies is exploration um app driven narrative game,
4: but yeah, it's, but they're very in the same, good. very
3: similar vein. There are
4: three, like three different scenario boxes. Um, mm. and then, but you can play each scenario like multiple ways. Yeah. So you can get different, more plays out of kind of each one, but just for, yeah, just the idea of like some of the experiments, like when you're oh, looking yeah. at the experiments you have to complete to cause you have to complete, you know, this, this one before you can complete this one. And then you have to complete two of these before you can complete this. It's kind of like a pyramid that way. Yeah. And you're just, uh, some of the experiments are like, oh, I really, I have yeah. to do that. Okay. Like,
3: there's one where you have to, uh, you have to uh, behead a guy and then attach a shark's head to that guy and then see if he can survive in the ocean. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, so some yeah. some
4: weird ones, but anyways, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's very interesting that way. Just, yeah. Creepy little. It's very yeah, is yeah. Yeah, it's great. Little horror esque. So, <laughs> well yeah. Sharks my father's head. work. Yes, shark guy. Shark guy.
3: Sharks, <laughs> guy. Sharks see, with freaking
0: lasers on their heads.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna follow that up. I'm gonna follow that up with another crossover. Oh, oh my my goodness. <laughs> um, and it's interesting. It's coming from the same small little screen that I'm looking at um this one if i if i think back at you know you know how you you have that sort of like reflection in your memory about about your youngest experience watching television right it's like Mm. what's the right for me the it's that saturday afternoon black and white keep Mm -hmm. the kids quiet in front of the tv abbott and costello and the and 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 those universal monsters and horrifying—it's so, yeah. mm-hmm. right. so good. I yes. mean, for everything that Robbie said about the simplicity of it, but that that pandemic engine, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. think I think that that engine has been the the event engine, right? Yes. Has been implemented with successfully implemented in a lot of different games that are cooperative. I think I think what was created was a new mechanism for cooperative games and uh uh what i love too is how you can either ramp it up or pull it back depending on how many monsters you put in Hmm. or how many characters Hmm. you play and uh each and each monster is its own little mini game in regards to the the different colored and variety numbered clues that you pick up because sometimes the numbers are significant. Sometimes the colors are significant. Sometimes, you know, it's, there's, like I said, each monster has a minigame. And sometimes if you, there was one time I put them all in and it was just like having like, you know, frantic twitches of indecision kind of going, <laughs> oh, I don't know which way to turn. And, uh, and then you throw in the townspeople. And I love that there's yeah. a card of the townspeople that is the Abbott and Costello kind of, uh, mm-hmm. The little duo, right? Um, and uh, this is absolutely, I was never uh, a big, uh, um, I mean, I, I, I understood what everybody loved about pandemic, but I was a big fan of the, of that whole virus spreading thing. And this was before mm-hmm. COVID. <laughs> um, <Yes>. So, <laughs> the, but I love the way that the mechanism uh, put, put the, the, you know, the hammer down. And, and it was just sort of like, Kate, we're going to let you know where the heat's coming. And it's going to continue coming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ah, this is such a fun game. It's great.
1: <laughs>
0: Ryan, it's do you have game. this
4: game yet? Because your kids would love no. it. No,
1: it's
0: I fun, don't. Sure. I,
1: I, I do I do not have this one.
4: And
3: it has we cool minis.
4: Yeah, our kids like this one too.
3: We have the American nope. Monsters as well. It's cool.
1: The latest pandemic game I got was the Star Wars Pandemic.
3: Mm, mm, yes, means. we have that, too. That's the
4: Clone Wars one, right?
1: The Clone Wars.
4: Yeah. yeah. Hey, you're going to get us all distracted on our number ones here.
0: Because <laughs> right away, I want to jump in on this conversation. Uno.
4: <laughs> uno,
1: it's time for the big uno. Ryan. <laughs> okay, my number one is a crossover. Oh. <gasps> it has been mentioned Goodness. this episode already. And right. it is, is it? drum roll. It is the fury of dracula
2: oh, nice. hey, all
1: right. The fury of dracula, which I have to say is a little bit nostalgic because I remember staying up all night Figuring, I have to learn this freaking game.
0: Oh, man. I thought I you were to gonna say that.
4: staying up all night being Dracula. I'm like, that's very thematic. You like went all in. <laughs> what cosplay? <laughs> yeah,
0: and and, and that, to understand, true. we went to we went to um, uh, what was it, Meeple MeepleCon, MeepleCon in Vegas before it was Dice Tower West, yes. right? And uh, we roomed together, and yeah, he's not lying. It was like <laughs> five in the morning, and it's, it's like, dude, are you still up? Holy <laughs> man. I got to get this thing. I found an errata, uh, 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 kind of a five-page FAQ thing that answers. Oh, and I'm man. like, I am so past this, I'm tired.
1: <laughs> but everything from if you have the good Dracula, what if you cool. got the guy that can understand the system and everything, because just him laying out all of the creepy traps, the fog in the city, the the bats that are just kind of just hovering everywhere and laying out the traps of, oh my gosh, there are some other vampires that are like, you go into the city and then all of a sudden there's vampires. There's other vampires here that he has already, he's been spreading his influence across Europe all, the, all, all this time. And then you got all the classic characters from the Dracula stories here, like Van Helsing and Nina yeah. Harker, uh, Mina. Dr. John Stewart, you got Lord Godalming, you got all of the classic characters and they all play their little bit. So even if you're playing just two players, one player playing Dracula, the other player has, you have to have all of the characters in the game. You, you absolutely have to.
0: <laughs> you don't have a chance if you don't. Yeah, you don't have a chance <laughs> if
1: you don't. And this one, it's kind of funny because it's a little bit less, there, there is the cat and mouse element to it, where you have to find Dracula. But sometimes it's advantageous for Dracula, he wants to be found right away. Because if he's found right away, like not only do you just have to find Dracula, but you also have to fight <laughs> yeah. Dracula. And if Dracula's found right away, the, the investigators, the hunters, they're at their weakest, they haven't got a chance to power up yet like find all their cool weapons, haven't found the stakes, the wooden stakes and the garlic and all the other things that are going to make him weak. (laughs) They're at a disadvantage if they find them too fast. Oh yeah. So so there's (laughs) the thing. And then there's the whole element, like there's a sea, like you can go out to sea and come out and come up at ports and stuff like that. Oh, really, really fantastic. And then there's like actual location, castle Dracula where Dracula can heal. Himself once he gets back mm-hmm. to his castle, everything like that. And mm,
4: so, I good. just want to play th- this game. You know,
1: the thing I appreciated the most in
0: that whole game was like I had mentioned before, you know, letters from Whitechapel has that whole cat and mouse thing. But this one has that element that you mentioned about the battles because I've made a little note of uh, as, as the hunters, you can get softened up a little by mm-hmm. those little traps and those little things and you're like oh no we're fine we're fine you get a little nickel and dimed here and you get nickel <laughs> and dimed there and then all of a sudden oh yeah i've got my stakes and i've got everything to go and then you go fight dragon, and you're like uh i'm just about dead <laughs> it's like what and, no, oh, no, no no we cannot and
1: the combat becomes a mental game too because it's kind of like rock paper scissors oh yeah like... because that's you play right. cards Because if I play a card, I'm like, oh, I'm going to attack you. And they've got these symbols on them. But if Dracula plays a different card, it can block it. And now you get attacked. Instead of you attacking, he attacked you or vice versa. (laughs) So you kind of be like, okay, but he just played one of those. What's the chance that he has another one of those in his hand? Or what's the chance that he's going to be able to block this? Let's throw it. Oh, dang it. Hit me again or something like that. And it's (laughs) really, really quite cool. I love this game so much. And that that. That's because I had to actually put in some hard, the hard-earned grit. <laughs> the, <invested laughs> the, the, old elbow, the Put the old elbow grease and the timing on the rule book. <laughs> this
0: game owes me. I put so yeah. much time. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I love but it. But I will happily, happily play this with oh, anybody. Awesome. I, I have learned some tricks of the trade playing as a Dracula and being able where to put those traps and what traps to put where and It's going to happen the, Ryan. Lead the hunters on a mm. really really <laughs> epic journey.
0: You're going to have somebody nice. meta
1: your own meta. That's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> oh, and this is not a
1: short this is not a short game by oh, the stretch no. of the imagination. It, it it's a good solid afternoon. Like it's a 3 hour endeavor. Is if that right? If, yeah. If yeah. oh, you're going right if you're going right to the end, like if it's like Tooth and nail. It could be anybody's game. It's about a three-hour experience. Oh, it's like last morsel on the bone kind of game. Yeah,
3: love it. Awesome.
0: Absolutely, Robbie. I want to hear what okay. that number one is after you stressed me out with the Nicolas yeah, Cage right. game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My number one is taking a page out of your book, Norm. That this is uh, out of print. Oh, and this Kinda one. got like those is- FOMO. Yeah, <laughs> this one's from IDW Games. This is the Mask of the Red Death. This game is so, so, so good. Do you guys know this game?
0: Not at I all. I have heard, I'm looking I it have up. heard of I this. I think
4: I've okay. I've spoken about it, I think, on one of our, my lists.
3: So it's based on Edgar Allan Poe's writings, uh, yeah. Mask of the Red Death. And thematically what's happening is uh, there's a, the, the Red Death is a, a plague. That's, that's ravaging this uh, kingdom. And the king decides to, or the prince, I suppose it is, decides to bring all the fancy nobles and stuff inside his castle walls uh, to outlast the plague.
4: Because he feels they're too good for the plague. That yeah, if so, they're in the castle, they're not going to get it.
3: Yeah, and he leaves all the common people outside to fend for themselves, and he brings <laughs> everyone else that's important inside the castle to wait out this plague. So while they're in the castle uh, being all fancy and enjoying themselves and throwing masquerade balls and such, uh, the Red Death plague kind of manifests into basically a demon. Death. Death itself. And it's coming for them to kill them all inside the castle. And what happens in this game is it's... uh, it's you're kind of all out for yourselves And it, the, the board is made up of like a pie chart sort of thing with yeah. all these different rooms and you every, every uh, turn you have to make some decisions. You need to find out some information because what's going to happen is that when the, when the clock strikes 12, uh, the red death is coming to the castle and he's going to kill everybody that's in two rooms every hour. So at twelve o'clock he's gonna <laughs> every go, 10 or minutes. every 10 minutes. Every 10 say. minutes. At 12 o'clock, he's gonna kill anybody that's in room white and room blue, for for instance. And then at twelve ten, he's gonna go to another two rooms and kill everyone in those rooms and so forth, all the way for an hour. And what you have to do is gather up as much information as you can to hopefully by the time the clock strikes 12, that you know where he's not going to be
4: or where he is going to be or where he is
3: going to be and you've got to plot yourself accordingly so you have to set up what your movements are going to be pre-plan your movements for the end of the game so that you avoid the rooms that he's going to be massacring people in and (laughs) the way you win this game is just to survive and generally usually only one person survives maybe two and if uh if you do have two survivors it's whoever is on the highest social standing there's a track that you can manipulate along the way that wins the game but the it's a tense game
2: you can all lose
3: you can all all die for instance (laughs) but you could leading up to the when the clock strikes it's a tense tense thing getting there because you're just like trying to get information a lot of memory And you have to remember a lot of things because you get information, but then people will steal that information from you and you're like, wait, was he killing in the white room at 1210 (laughs) or 1215? I can't remember.
4: I sit there and I'm like, White room twelve or in room twelve ten. White room twelve or in room twelve ten. Yeah. And I said that the whole time is like a mantra, trying to go into my head. And then I have to add more information because yep. your cards can get taken. So you've gathered information, but then they can get taken from another player. And now you have to remember that. Plus, you have to remember stuff you're peeking at from their cards. You're Like ah,
3: it's so stressful. <laughs> you, you just
0: described me going shopping, grocery shopping.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. It, the the tension when that when he the the devil. <laughs> death shows up and starts killing people the tension is off the charts it's better than in any game i've ever played when it comes to this type of feeling where you're just like and you flip over a
0: card to find that out kind of thing exactly
3: that you'll you'll flip over a card at 12 o'clock and it's like oh white room and you look to see i'm in the white room dead that's it game over (laughs) and then you flip over another one for 12 o'clock blue room three people are now Now there's only three people left and you you keep flipping over cards at the various time frames to see where everyone is. And in between the flipping of the cards, you're moving around the board with pre-planned tokens. So you can't, there's nothing you can do. You set it and you leave it and your character is going to move around the board uh, like automatically. You program
0: movement kind of thing. You program
3: the end of the game. So like all you the game,
4: you're trying to collect these clues. And then at, like at twelve o'clock, you have a little shield, and you're putting on. Reveal it. Like which way? Like I'm going to Well, there you have another episode of the 10, top five show. I'd like 20. to once I'm again I'm going to stay thanks, here, so uh, I don't have any tokens. So you planned Mr. that out. You lift up for, your things, and then uh, like, okay, <laughs> now you spend more money. Your board. Yeah, but happily, it's
0: not bad. thank you so much to you. You said two of Ryan's favorite words in What's "Going on." I do. I do enjoy good programming That being said, I'm your host, Norm. This is it. I'll
3: all you're leaving towards again. programming it for the, that final phase of the game, and whatever information is what you got at that point, and then you're going to find yourself, Well, I know this and I know this, but the problem is, I don't know this, so now I've got to guess, <laughs> I've got to guess left or right, yeah, at this moment, or stay there. Put. Is
4: a lot of guesswork, and then the hope end.
3: that he doesn't kill <laughs> in that room at that point, and then I can try to program the rest of it. But if it doesn't matter if he gets to you, you know, at any point during the night, even if he gets to the very end, but he kills you on the last you know, the last part of the hour. It's so good. Oh, cool. It's so, so good.
0: Yeah. So where uh, can yeah. I pick up this game? Yeah.
3: <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's good. Love oh, it. That's crazy. Number one. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's so uh and,
0: and I know Anna Marie's got a rival at number one.
4: <laughs> so.
3: Pretty sure that she knew I was going to talk about this game, so she didn't have it on Yeah, I list. didn't put it on my list. I,
4: I knew he would. But, um, because I love that game.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, So, my number one is not a crossover per se, but it
3: is
4: (laughs) the same theme of a previously stated game. So, I'm going to read if it's okay, just because I won't be able to, it's better if I read this. Okay. So, my game is Who Goes There. Oh, yes. And so... Who Goes There is a cooperative game of growing paranoia. <laughs> First description on there. At the beginning of the game, all players are human and there is no reason not to trust each other completely. But as the temperature drops and mistakes are made, players start doubting everything and everyone around them. You must build, trade, and upgrade to prepare yourself for the Antarctic terrain, rabid dog attacks, crazed madmen, and most importantly, the alien entity that is now loose in the camp. Mm-hmm. Everything you build and upgrade has one purpose, keeping you alive and human. During the entire game, you will want to trade with other players and help each other build stronger weapons and better equipment, while also passing food and med kits around. Although, make sure you trust them, since trade is a huge opportunity for the thing. Staying inside may keep you from freezing to death, but it won't help you or your fellow humans win. The only way to secure victory is by venturing out of the camp. The problem with that is being away from the camp is the number one way to come across the thing, (laughs) leaving you vulnerable and exposed to infection. Whether fixing the boiler, repairing the door, or fighting the frigid temperatures outside, you will all need one another to survive. But trust is a hard thing to come by when you must be wary of who goes there. So So. (laughs) this
3: is... Okay, so I knew that you'd likely talk about this game. That's why I talked about the thing, Outpost Thirty One. <laughs> the
0: way you so, supposed to say properly. The thing, the thing, the thing. Yes. Uh, the the thing. thing. <laughs>
3: because the thing uh, was was based <laughs> off of this book, of Who Goes There, and it's uh, so this the Who's Go Who Goes There is the original idea that the thing was uh, was used to make the movie.
0: That was an awesome
3: geek footnote. Yeah. <laughs> yes and so that's like the OG, the thing yeah and that game is we have that game and it's it's very obviously very similar um in idea but uh who goes there is like way more intricate yeah uh, whereas Ooh. the outpost 31 is one that you can kind of throw down and play with more or less anyone really you can kind of figure it out and play it fairly easily but uh who goes there is a much more intricate game
4: yeah like it's and that's this bad. one definitely has that helicopter that you were talking about, because that's a really cool part. Like at the end, the uh, you have like a leader, and the leader basically you guys are voting on who gets to get on the helicopter mm-hmm. or not. And so you um, you if you get on the helicopter, and then everyone's voting and say they've vote you on, but you're like, mm mm, that person that's on the helicopter before me, I don't. I I voted against him. I think that person is the thing. He's an alien. I don't want to get on this helicopter. So you're like trying not to get voted on because you feel that that guy's an an alien. I'm not getting on that (laughs) thing. And then if you're an alien, you can't get on the helicopter unless a human is on there because you need the humans to survive. And so you're just like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that just trying to fight for yourself and, but still being like super suspicious of everyone. And, Yeah, it's
0: that's a sounds like a great family reunion game.
4: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. I I'm glad that one came in because I remember uh, when it came out, and a lot of people, you know, content uh, creators were talking about, you know, it's like, oh, awesome! This is this is the original thing, and I I didn't know that canon kind of stuff. So yeah, right on
3: original writing. Yep.
1: Whoa. This thing looks absolutely stunning. I know. I'm I looking got at, I'm looking <laughs> at <that>. pictures <laughs> yeah. of it. The I... artwork is so cool. There is the a deluxe and this has to be like a deluxe edition because there's like miniatures and stuff like that yeah. in yeah. it.
0: And
3: that's what we have.
0: Yeah. And it's and it's yeah. funny because it says uh uh <laughs> It's down there. And BGG says three to four players. And then the community, you know how the community says, oh, it's a yeah. best at this. The community says it's best at five plus. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And they're ah, right.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's one of those, yeah, social deduction. It, it, the more the merrier in these kind of scenarios. The more people that you have to be suspicious of and yeah. have to force to be to trust, the better.
0: And the table mm-hmm. presence looks great.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. We're gonna review it on our podcast. We haven't got to it to review it yet, but it's gonna be there. Yeah, cool. Especially this pic with
1: the big gigantic beer can in the middle
3: (laughs) of the table. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh... whatever
4: helps you stay sane. (laughs) All right, well, you get a little bit. No
1: blindfolds, please.
0: The, okay, I, I, part of me was kind of scared to say my number one because uh, number three was a crossover. Number two is a crossover. Okay. Well, my number one is not a crossover. Oh, and right. my number one uh, is one of those games, as far as solo goes, even, even cooperatively, is one of those games where if you tell somebody from the gaming community that you've won at this game, they look at you and go, ooh. <laughs> sort of like I've, I've seen the Loch Ness
1: monster, right? they'
0: thought you were oh. going to say I, I, they'd all call you game. out and be like yeah. liar. And this, I
1: know, I know what game you're talking about.
0: And this game, I've yet to win. It kicks me in the teeth every time. <laughs> I always come back to it because it's so awesome,
1: oh, and man. it is ghost stories oh nice even even on easy mode it is extremely difficult oh
0: <laughs> and and i love the variability because it's basically a three by three grid of of little um uh, buildings in the small town that's getting invaded by these ghosts on on every edge of this three by three grid and it is non-stop there's <laughs> there's no letting up and it's sort of like you, you the game's kind of like you I mean, you could try, you could try, go, oh, good for you, good for you. And then let's kill you. Right. <laughs> um, and, and but it's, you just sit there and want to solve this puzzle and want to figure this out. And I mean, I could get into a review of this, but uh, <laughs> this game, uh, it has that whole ghost uh, attack kind of uh, um tower defense-esque thing because it'll it'll just Mm -hmm. take over your town and and you have haunted buildings and you've got to try to unhaunt them and what's there's so many decision making uh situations in this game that that's where the anxiety comes in of you're thinking i'll never get out of this (gasps) i think i found a way right and then Mm. yeah yeah this game like i said I I haven't I have one win but it's got a big asterisk beside it because it's like did I play that did I did I take my turn or because I was interrupted by I must game.
4: not have taken my yeah, turn I, you
0: know I don't think I took my turn <laughs> I'm gonna take my turn right um, yeah. but yeah Ryan was this the one that you were thinking I was gonna say yep
1: yep absolutely yeah do you have this one so I don't own the physical <laughs> version yeah I played. The crap out of this game when it was on the iPad mm. and they never supported the app oh. about oh, no. about I don't know how many iterations of iOS ago that they just said, yeah, nope, not worth updating. So my version oh. of it, it just doesn't work anymore. Um, <laughs> but I played the crud because this was a this one had app does it interpret well all, to the app
0: with all, what all, I've described.
1: All, oh, Yeah, it's the exact exact same game, 100%, just moving the monks around the temple, trying to just ward off because you're trying to get rid of... Really, the goal of the game is you're trying to take out the one big bad. The big bad. But the the big bad is sending these waves of all of these ghosts, and there's some sort (laughs) of predictable pattern. It just doesn't stop, stop. man. (laughs) (laughs) No. And as soon as you lose a building, because the buildings get grant you like special benefits and powers, but as soon as you lose one building, it just cascades. It just starts cascading on you like how? Where do I put the tape on the boat
0: (laughs) (laughs) before this thing sinks? Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Those decisions, it's like, well, if I do this, then I'm gonna lose the whole side of this village. But it doesn't matter at this point, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I've heard nothing
3: but good things about that game. I'd love to get my hands on it. Oh yeah.
1: Every now and then it just kind of, it's kind of like one of these repost games that just kind of like, it goes out of stock for a long time and all of a sudden, okay, it comes back and it's available for a little bit and then it disappears for a while and then people, and then it brings, then it comes back for some reason. And it has two or three expansions.
0: And I'm thinking, You know what? I'm good with the base game. It it beats the smell out of me enough. Unless the expansion helps me, I I don't need an expansion, please.
1: From what I remember, the expansions don't help you. They just provide you more variety. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Stuff. Let's see if you could die with this set of cards. It's like, oh yes, I can. <laughs> oh, look at that. I yeah. still can look how, look how efficient you are with this game. Thank you. But <laughs> And that comes back to um, my idea of f- if I'm winning 15% of the time or 20% of the time, I'm going to keep playing that game. Yeah. And oh, this even right now, I can hear it in my head going, you will never win. <laughs> <laughs> um just the ghost just this ghost hit whisper uh so yeah there i you know what i'm looking at the time and whoa we stood we stood pretty good on this on this list (laughs) um ryan great list coming back to you with the whole if it's not arkham i don't have time for it is there any games here that you kind of went
1: okay this one might sit in the cart for a while nope arkham
0: all the
3: way (laughs) Yeah, I have.
1: Weird. I literally own so much Arkham Horror card game that I could play that game for the rest of my life, and be 100 happy. it's same with the amount of content that I have for Arkham Horror the board game. I have so many <laughs> scenarios already on that one. I love your dedication. That's just sort of like chocolate ice cream. That's it. Don't even bother yeah. me. <laughs>
4: yeah. it's like dude, that wasn't even a thought. Nope. No. Nope. No. Chocolate no. ice
1: cream. Move on. I mentioned we all mentioned some pretty outstanding, extraordinary games. I'm pretty sure if we were to open this to like a community vote, I think Rob wins the vote. Like Rob mentioned some outstanding games that I would like to track out, but I'm happy with Arkham.
4: You don't want to try nictophobia where you need a blindfold. No. (laughs) Guess what you're getting for Christmas, Ryan?
1: (laughs) No. Uh,
4: Why is there a blindfold in this box?
1: 'm I'm, I'm panicking now Bis because that is absolutely 100% a thought that Norm would actually do and now yeah. I won't be able to sleep until that actually happens
0: yeah oh, no. too bad people can't see the big Cheshire smile growing on my face like oh, and, no. and, and the e, the doctor evil hand triangle
1: <laughs> I got a cold sweat right like right here <laughs>
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> Um, well, you know, like, 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 stress, stress, sweat stinks. Like I'm starting to stink right like now. Like the meat
0: sweats. You just got
1: meat sweats all of a sudden. <laughs>
0: uh, fear sweats. You got fear sweats, man. Um, uh, that's what is, and, uh, I don't know if I'm showing my age here, but I've got like, the uh, uh, SCTV and, uh, very scary. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, uh, so the, uh, yeah, this was, this was a fun list to do for, I mean, They're from rooms. my point of view, thinking about all these games going, oh, there's a reason I haven't played them in a while. Cause I'm stressing out just thinking about them. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but before we head out uh, once again, uh, Rob and Anne Marie, let us know who you are and where you can be found.
3: Yeah, like you said, I am Rob and... Anna-Marie. And we are The Meeple Dungeon out here in Kelowna, BC. You can find us on Twitter, at Meeple Dungeon on YouTube, uh, The Meeple Dungeon and our podcast, The Meeple Dungeon podcast on all the major podcasting sites. And we just dropped our 49th episode there where we reviewed Weather Machine, the mm-hmm. new Vital Lacerda game. So it's in yeah, the queue. Go check that out. It's in the queue. <laughs>
1: And Ryan, the live streaming sensation. Sensation, is that what we're calling it nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's something, it's a video format. And yeah, Ryan with is Mr. <laughs> Rouse, <laughs> Rouse a,
0: What a Canadian. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, it's so, just thing um, I do it. Eh? It's just this thing I do it, eh? and I do it on the Tuesdays and the Thursdays, <laughs> in the evenings when the kids and everybody is in bed, and I can finally play some solo games. And I play games with friends online, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun, connecting with a whole bunch of different people. Robin and mm-hmm. Robin and Marie have been on there. Norm's been on there. Um, no more memoir forty four. No more and no no that was absolutely terrible that last time don't watch that oh, video no. now I, really? well actually watch the vi- watch the video put the like and then stop watching the video all, all <laughs> together because, <laughs> or,
0: or watch know. me just get super frustrated at the dice if you just want to know why
1: it's just, just a frustrating me. experience <laughs> just, just watch just watch that video and yeah coming up here lately it's gonna be a really busy week couple next couple weeks so i'm gonna be doing some solo plays i'm gonna be doing the aeg flat out games trilogy oh, Yeah, verdant calico and cascadia are all That's gonna cool. get played three nights in a row we're here done. and then i think i'll culminate it with a little bit of bullet i'm playing a lot of bullet lately bullet nice. heart Yeah, yeah we
0: have yeah, that I've right got here got that
1: one. yeah, yeah, yeah i'm so them.
0: glad you got calico and cascadia because i was raving about cascadia it was my favorite mm-hmm. game of that year
1: Yeah, I couldn't buy them because I had pre-ordered them with the Verdant Kickstarter. (laughs) And so now that all finally, that all finally fulfilled. I got the Kickstarter exclusive stuff with them too. And nice. It's been a lot of fun. Nice. Awesome. Well,
0: once again, thank you again for coming on out. Thank you for having us. Hey everybody, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. To uh, Cardboard Conjecture. And uh, before I head out, I'm your host, Norm, and I'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture and on Board Game Geek guild number 4045 if you wish to contact the podcast you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com thanks hey